Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is You Think? Today's study is called All for One and One for All. You've heard that expression before. Well, in a church such as ours, we are more like the tribe of Israel than the local church that meets once a week. We have learned that the church has to be for us, but likewise, we have to be for the church. Read Exodus chapter 18, verse 8. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for uh, Israel's sake, and all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how the Lord delivered them. And as I usually do with the word that God gives to me, I ponder it. You know, ponder, I think about it. I pondered how God delivered the Jews after 400 plus years in Egypt. I know the bondage in Egypt was because of sin of the people. I get that. Then I thought that the bondage included great men that obeyed God, and I wondered. Then I thought of Joseph, who was pretty cool, and yet he was sold into slavery, and not by the enemy, but by his family. I wondered. How did that make him feel? Was he sad? Was he angry? Was he bitter? Was he calm? And as if he was such a good guy, why would God let him be punished like that? Joseph was one for all type of a guy. He suffered for all. He was raised to greatness and he saved them all from famine. And just like Jesus, he was one for all. He gave everything he had for everyone. And as a result, was able to offer salvation to everyone. You get it? One for all. One for all. The result of one for all should be all for one. However, that doesn't always happen. And as I think about all the travail that came upon them, that Moses told his father-in-law that they had the all. And what was the all? All the people. Who was the all? The majority of people who only thought about themselves. So we remember the whining at the Jordan when the Egyptians were pursuing. It was the all who cried when they, they saw the waves part soon after when they needed water it was the all and when they needed meat it was the all each time the all acted in a wrong way the all suffered such as the golden calves so now i wondered about this what if each one of us were one for all people what would become of the one for all people they would be perfect because each one cares about each one. Let's try this theory in our job. We have a factory where there is 10 people. They have a quota to produce each day. And so the one for all people get to work and they work hard. They produce more than their share. And at the end of the day, they have produced enough for those who goofed off. Is that fair? Of course not. One day the boss is looking out onto the factory and he notices a few one-for-all people 
doing their thing. He also notices the all for one people and realizes these people were all for one. But it was themselves they were so for. So he fires everyone except the one for all. The boss is Jesus and the Bible says we will be rewarded according to our works. Can this work at home? Sure. In some houses the mom starts in the morning and finishes late at night. The kids come home from school and get to relax and then uh, a dad comes home and, and, and gets his supper and, and he needs to relax and it seems like mom is the only one for all person. Sometimes mom can schedule time off in a day so she works the same as day but the kids still get the goof off. I recently saw a story of a man who had a large farm and it was ready to harvest except he was bed stricken with cancer. The photo showed all his neighbors with their tractors descending on his field and doing in one day what would have taken him many days. It was a great example of all for one. We have two ladies in this church. They were supposed to meet each other at 11 a.m. at the major intersection. The one lady texted the other lady that she had to take her daughter to school first, but she texted her at 11 a.m. The times she already should have been there she obviously did not respect the other lady. The other lady, however, received the text at 11 a.m., but she was still home, also preparing to be late, and also having no respect for the other. Can we learn something here? Luke chapter 6, verse 31 says, And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. It's not hard to figure out. You can use this anywhere, at home, at work, at school, with friends or neighbors, even strangers. And like anything else, God blesses you as a result of following his laws. When we follow the laws of God, we get blessed. And then when we're, we're trying to work, and uh, there's three or four of us, and one of us is just doing nothing, or pretending to do nothing, uh, pretending to do something it takes away from the group it weakens the group uh, the Bible says a threefold cord is not easily broken uh, the example is two people working side by side with Jesus in other words they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they obey the Lord and working together like that you cannot easily mess them up but then there's others that they decide for themselves that they can work easy and the others could work hard and they can get away with something and I don't understand that logic but we need to do away from with that logic you know in our church if you are not part of the church and when I say part of the church I don't mean coming and sitting in a seat if you're not an active worker in the church and, and that goes for everybody, even the old people. The old people can uh, uh, make phone calls or, 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 or post things or whatever. Everybody can do something. And if you're not one of those people that do something, 
You're one of those people we're throwing out the door. Plain and simple. This is an all-for-one and one-for-all place. And when we see somebody who's trying to take advantage of the all, we get rid of them. Listen, don't, don't, don't feel, oh, that's not the Christian thing to do. You should talk to them and, and deal with them and pray that God will touch their hearts. Yeah, right. Just like the, uh, uh, the rioters in, in, in all these different cities, you know, we should be a little bit more patient with them as they burn down the building. No, if you are not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Let me tell you something. God wishes that all will come to know him. That's right. He wants the world to be saved. Will the world be saved? No, it won't be saved. Why? Because not all will accept it. All right? And it's the same way in a, in a basketball team. All right? Not everybody is, gives it all. All right? Somebody comes late to practice all the time. You know what they do to him? He's off the team. All right? Uh, somebody has a drinking problem. What do they do to him? He's off the team. All right? Now, that's not saying that he can't get better and come back to the team. But he's off the team because there's nothing that's going to slow that team down. That team is working towards a goal, and it has to finish that goal. And that goal is to serve God with all their heart. And don't tell me that spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours trying to rehabilitate a crack addict who's coming to church and starts nothing but trouble is the Christian thing to do. Read your Bible, folks. God don't put up with that stuff, and neither do we. All for one and one for all. You know, here's an example of that all for one and one for all. Look at these uh, uh, riots that they're having. Now, I'm going to tell you something about uh, the principles of God. They work for the saved as well as the unsaved. So, in other words, if you're saved and it's raining out and you go outside and put up the umbrella, you won't get wet. But if you do the same thing and you're unsaved, you still won't get wet. Why? Because the principle is cover up, you won't get wet. It's a simple principle. Now you take those rioters. What's their principle? All for one and one for all. One breaks a window, the other breaks the window. They start burning things. They start, they're all together on this. I'm not saying it's good. It's not good. It's hateful. It's destructive. But it works. Why? Because they're all for one and one for all. Now you have this young young kid, 17-year-old kid, who was helping to patrol the area to stop people from destroying the stores. And listen, should he have been out there 17 years old with a gun? Uh, I don't think it's legal, no. But the truth of the matter is, why does it take a 17-year-old with enough sense to know, hey, we got to do something. If we don't do something, the, the governor and the mayor is not letting the police do anything. They're going to destroy our town. So he goes outside. He does nothing wrong. They chase him down. He falls on the ground. And they're about to shoot him when he shoots the one. I, I think he shot three of them. All right. Nothing at all wrong with that. He protected himself. And yet he goes down as being the bad guy. Why? Because they're all for one and one for all. And we just have one lonely guy 
trying to work for everybody. We had the one for all. We just didn't have the all for one. Who's going to back them up? Where's the horde of lawyers coming to say, hey, we got your back? Where's the Christians and, and just moral people who decide we're going we're gonna to descend on that courthouse and we're going to march and we're going to protest? We don't do that, folks. Because why? We're not all for one. Oh, I got to go to work today. Oh, I promised my, my sister I'd, I'd fix her fence. Uh, wait, it's enough already, folks. It's time to be the people you were meant to be. Warriors. Warriors of God. Not people that have been afflicted like they had no protection, like they had no God. Why are we so weak in these things? Here's an example. I, uh, I do a lot of Facebook posting. And uh, I have different sites. I have my church site, which I post church things, and uh, uh, my mission site, which I post mission things. And I have my site, which I'm very political, all right? And I, I believe that all Christians should be political because they're fighting for the people to represent them that represent good. And so I post a lot of things. And to me, you know, I'm in the Philippines. There's not much I could do over there. I can't protest. I can't do a lot of things. But I can post. And I can post all the true stories against the evil. And I do that. And every once in a while, like today, I'm kicked off again, off Facebook. This time, they interrupted what I was doing. And they put a note, we don't recognize who you are. And because of, uh, when I look it up, because of COVID, it takes a while before they recognize who you are. I don't know. It's a bunch of baloney. But I'm the one being torn down all the time. But the people I post to, the people who supposedly have the same feelings as me, don't repost. Don't share. They'd rather post about cats and kittens and what they had for supper. And the point of the matter is, they're not helping the cause. They're not all for one. They're one for all. That's me. I'm the one out. Listen, when you're out there, do everything and anything you can to fight the evil and to do justice. Listen, if you don't agree with anything I say, or you, or you do agree and you want to say something nice, uh, email me at 7101 at USA.net that's 7101 at USA.net I want to say God bless you and keep you make the sun shine upon you give your days happiness and peace until the next time we'll see you